In this devotional, I'm going to share with you three thoughts from Esther chapter 3, verses 1 through 6, where I'll ask the question, why did Haman hate Mordecai? Esther chapter 3, verses 1 through 6 says, After these things, King Ahasuerus promoted Haman the Agagite, the son of Hamadatha, and advanced him and set his throne above all the officials who were with him. And all the king's servants who were at the king's gate bowed down and paid homage to Haman, for the king had so commanded concerning him. But Mordecai did not bow down or pay homage. Then the king's servants who were at the king's gate said to Mordecai, Why do you transgress the king's command? And when they spoke to him day after day, he would not listen to them. They told Haman in order to see whether Mordecai's words would stand, for he had told them that he was a Jew. And when Haman saw that Mordecai did not bow down or pay homage to him, Haman was filled with fury. But he disdained to lay hands on Mordecai alone. So, as they had made known to him the people of Mordecai, Haman sought to destroy all the Jews, the people of Mordecai, throughout the whole kingdom of Ahasuerus. As you read through the book of Esther, you find out that there's this very clear villain, and the very clear villain is Haman. Haman is seemingly full of hatred, particularly for Mordecai, Esther's uncle. And it's this hatred that spurs on this entire narrative where Esther ultimately saves the people of Israel and Haman is destroyed. Well, here are three thoughts from Esther chapter 3, verses 1 through 6 trying to answer the question, why did Haman hate Mordecai? Thought number one, no bowing. Mordecai did not bow down to Haman. And Haman had this command from the king, Ahasuerus, that everyone is to bow down to him and pay him homage. And we don't know exactly what he did to so ingratiate himself to the king to get this command. All we know is that this was the command. But Mordecai wouldn't bow down to him. And Mordecai wouldn't bow down to him, maybe because Haman was making himself out to be a king and was expecting to be worshipped as if he were a deity, or maybe because of his heritage that was vehemently against the people of Israel. We're not exactly sure why, but Mordecai refuses to bow down to him, and his reason why is very simple. I'm a Jewish person. And that seems to be the whole argument. It's at least the whole argument that we get narrated to us in the book. This is his argument. I'm a Jewish person, and obviously a Jewish person wouldn't bow down to him. So why does Haman hate Mordecai? He wouldn't bow down to him. Thought number two, hatred of Jews. We find out as we go through these verses that Haman doesn't just hate Mordecai, but it seems like Haman hates all of the Jewish people. And this does fit with his own lineage that has some animosity towards the Jews. But we see it played out in how he is seeking to get back at Mordecai. Because he isn't just getting back at Mordecai, he wants to issue this decree that allows all of the Jewish people to be destroyed within Ahasuerus' kingdom. So he isn't just after Mordecai, he wants massive destruction to take place. He wants there to be utter devastation against all of the people who shared this lineage with Mordecai. It isn't enough that just Mordecai suffers and dies. He wants all of the Jews to suffer. And this is what spurs on this event where Esther has to go in before the king and plead for the sake of her people. Haman hated the Jewish people. And this is evident because he tried to kill them all. 
Thought number three, pride. Ultimately, it is Haman's pride. It's his innate sense of self that is prompting him to hate Mordecai so much. See, everybody else is bowing down before him. Everybody else is giving him the honors and accolades and homage that was commanded of them, but Mordecai wouldn't do it. I wonder if there were any other people who were refusing to bow down to him. I wonder if there were any other people who weren't giving him the due that he thought he deserved. But what we see playing out here is that this one person not bowing down to him was enough for him to launch genocide against that man's people. There's a deep-rooted sense of pride here within Haman's heart where he wants to be paid honor by everyone. And if a single person refuses to do it, there must be destruction. There must be retribution for that great act of not honoring him as he so desired. That's a deep-rooted sense of pride. And it's pride that so easily can encumber us. So we should be careful as people who are looking to the text of Scripture to model for us how to live. We should be careful not to think too much of ourselves, but instead to think very much of God and recognize His role as our Creator and our role as His creation. These three thoughts come from the assigned reading of Esther chapters 1 through 5. If you'd like to read through the Bible with me, you can do so by subscribing to this channel by clicking on the link in the description, or by joining the Facebook group Through the Bible, where we are reading the text of Scripture together.